0: Welcome to Park Ave Baptist Church Podcast,
1: a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon.
0: I'm Himra Chano, pastor of community engagement and
1: stewardship. And I'm Darcy Jarrett, pastor of worship, advocacy, and arts.
0: Park Ave is a bold, inclusive, and creative community where everyone is welcome.
1: We uplift voices and identities that are marginalized elsewhere. We affirm all ethnicities, racial identities,
0: ages, socioeconomic groups, gender identities, and sexual
1: orientations because we hold to a theology that refuses to other anyone. At Park Ave., our leadership model is non-hierarchical. And we practice an
0: open pulpit
1: where you will hear a multiplicity of theologically trained voices
0: from different backgrounds and social locations. We don't just preach and talk about deconstructing systems and structures of power. We We practice practice. it.
1: Through this podcast, we hope you will be inspired, encouraged, and challenged. Listen Listen with with us now. Park Avenue Baptist Church, in response to COVID 19, has suspended in person worship, but that can't stop us. What you'll hear on this podcast is a recording of our online worship, which happens each Sunday at 10 a.m. Join us through our Facebook at Park Ave Baptist or our Instagram, at parkavbaptist. We hope that you stay safe in these difficult times. We'll get more information about that event. It's going to be good. So last week, Pastor Henra reflected, again, his poem from our sermon the week before, so we thought we'd continue that. So this is a poem that I wrote for last week's sermon. Speak to us of pain unknown, multiplied over centuries of dreams and pain deferred, pain ignored, denied and unheard that bubbles up from the depth of the ocean, from the deepest well of the heart, from the embodied places thought calloused in years of hatred hurled, not calloused, but strengthened and still delicate to the touch. Grief from the heart erupting lava into fire this time, the fire next time. The blaze speaks words of fire, the language of the unheard. Riot and rage tear down to build up, connecting and shaping this world anew. Fires speak of pain unheard and unknown multiplied. Like the flame that jumps and connects Despite a system designed to genocide and dehumanize, still you rise and rise, alive with every beat of the heart. The voices of the unheard now crying that never died, but survived and you thrived. We are fighting for our lives and our hearts still beating. We all must be in the fight, following Black leadership, not retreating but gaslight burns bright showing into the night, producing false warmth and bystanders, fossilized hearts made of stone, singed singed by hundreds of years of weaponized fire, cauterizes the pump that centers the white body. The hearts of stone fail to beat and skip at violence and pain yet unknown, burning crosses, pitchforks and torches raised by lynch mobs, light emitting from fire and phones. The already faint heartbeat fails to throb. Hearts of stone lay heavy open in burning chests and cheeks. Standing by while fire burns, moralizing with empire's lens. Racialized trauma hardens hearts and stone hearts hurt when they beat. Asleep, to the value of human life and in denial of who we are, so we look but don't see and find ways to retreat. With every divine life lost, we lose a part of you and me. We are lost without Rashad, without George, Brianna, Tony, Amada, Tatiana, Sharonda, Daniel, Susan, Brenisha, Sandra, Freddie, and Khalif, and Philando, and Laquan, and Terence, and Alton, and Mike, and Oscar, and Kevin, and Trayvon, and Tamir, and Emmett. There are so many more to name. This list is so long. How long? Oh, how long? The world should cry out as a part of our whole has been torn asunder. The veil, the temple curtain, was torn in grief and pain, yet so many of my community of white others continue to rest under words of fire speak out and speak loud. From new language we journey and sojourn from head to heart, tongues practicing speech and stone hearts relearning to beat, not a language universal, but specific and distinct, unique, unique, like all God's beloved creation. The new heart beating and drumming For justice, past and present, humanity comes alive with this sanctified vocation. The new heart transplanted, and with it a new spirit. Take care that the body does not reject this new matrix. Take care. The new covenant arrives to us in the ontological black Jesus, but empire married orthodoxy and the message and spirit left us. The new heart demands witness and protection from violence condoned at the hands and the stone heart of the state. Take care of this new organ. It's precious and malleable. A new heart that beats true will never be infallible. But the drum beats and the heart beats can be course corrected in time to match and to follow to the rhythm of true hope to the rhythm of real solidarity, to the rhythm of rich love, of self-love, of black love, to the ancestors redeemed, to the new heart beats and walks to a beat of a drum of black women, a love filled, a heart never colonized, the magic of a girl and the black joy of a boy, beats and rhythms in dreams of ancestors realized, in beats, in hearts transformed and reborn.
0: And then we'll have a scripture reading
2: from our next A reading from 2 Corinthians. We know that if the tent that we live in on earth is torn down, we have a building from God. It's a house that isn't handmade, which is eternal and located in heaven. We groan while we live in this residence. We really want to dress ourselves with our building from heaven, since we assume that when we take off this tent, we won't find out that we are naked. Yes, while we are in this tent, we groan because we are weighed down. We want to be dressed, not undressed, so that what is dying can be swallowed up by life. Now the one who prepared us for this very thing is God, and God gave us the spirit as a down payment for our home. So we are always confident because we know that while we are living in the body, we are away from our home with the Lord. We live by faith and not by sight. We are confident and we would prefer to leave the body and to be at home with the Lord. So our goal is to be acceptable to him whether we are at home or away from home. We all must appear before Christ in court so that each person can be, can be paid back for the things that were done while in the body, whether they were good or bad. So we try to persuade people since we know what it means to fear the Lord. We are well known by God and I hope that in your heart, we, all, we are well known by you as well. We aren't trying to commend ourselves to you again. Instead, we are giving you an opportunity to be proud of us so that you could answer those who take pride in superficial appearance and not in what is in the heart. If we are crazy, it's for God's sake. If we are rational, it's for your sake. The love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this. One died for the sake of all, therefore all died. He died for the sake of all so that those who are alive should live not for themselves, but for the one who died for them and was raised. So then from this point on, we won't recognize people by human standards, even though we used to know Christ by human standards. That isn't how we know him now. So then if anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away, and look, new things have arrived. So then if anyone is in Christ, That person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away, and look, new things have arrived. The word of God for the people of God.
3: Thanks be to God.
2: God.
4: I was intruded on being perceived as an intruder. My place of rest turning into my rest in peace as my soul silently slipped into the night. No people there to protect my innocence. I was proven through college, proclaimed praises to pull people up or was put down by a false perception. Do you see me? Or because of the color of my skin, you see a criminal? Deserving quick executions, but slow explanations from a system designed to keep me killed. I sit behind the wheel, just as intimidated by the world as the world is intimidated by me. I calmly begin speaking, sensing tensions peaking. Seven shots, I'm bleeding while screaming, I wasn't reaching. Do you know me? Or do I become prey when I step into your territory? I wasn't a baseball player, so I didn't know that on my home run, I'd be going, going, gone. That's wrong. Because this life matters. But your silence on this matter is deafening. I was playing games when real shots rang, real blood stains, real pain, but it's all the same and I'm tired. I'm tired of being overwhelmed. I'm tired of being angry. I'm tired of shouting for justice, but seeing just-ish. tired of trying to catch my breath all I hate is kneeling on my neck
5: i just want to live let me be let me breathe i'm a young black man Doing all that I can to stay. Oh, but I put a look around. And I see what's being done to my kind. Every day, I'm being haunted as prey. My people don't want no trouble. We gotta so go sure I just wanna leave God. It's being done to my kind, every day. I've been called to this parade. My people don't want no trouble. We got to know I just want to leave.
3: We just want to live. God protect us. In your name we pray. Amen. Can you feel a brand new day? My name is Reverend Jordan Daniel Stewart and I bring you greetings all the way from Miami, Florida, where I am grateful for the opportunity. I thank my friend Darcy. I thank my friend Pastor Henra and all the community here for supporting in this movement, supporting in this new online way of worshiping, Um, and I thank you for the opportunity to speak truth in this time. So can you feel a brand new day, 2 Corinthians 5, 1 through 17. In the 1988 powerful musical narrative about a young black woman from Harlem who seemed to be very shy and unfulfilled with life gets caught in a snowstorm while chasing her dog Tota Diana Ross, AKA Dorothy, delivers an all-star performance in this hit musical, The Wiz. Dorothy meets people along the way, like the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Lion, all with different problems. And Dorothy finds ways to help them. Together on the journey, they realize that they need each other to get to their final destination, which is Emerald City. Together, they face joy, pain, loss, grief, and victory all in this narrative. They even defeat one of their big biggest obstacles, Eveline, and together finally meet the Whiz. In celebration of their hard work, togetherness, and liberation, the community begins to sing these lines. Can't you feel a brand new day? 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 Feelings. Feelings are oftentimes emotions that come up in response to something, whether it be action or whether it be heard. These are oftentimes things that people either have a lot to say about or honestly really don't know how to speak about it, how to talk about it, how to engage in conversations around our feelings. As a practicing drama therapist, which is you, which is the use of theater techniques for therapeutic gain, I am in the art of not only talking about feelings, but bodying feelings. Many of my sessions often start with the question, how are you feeling So that is where we will begin today. I'm going to lead you in a brief moment of collective gathering around feelings. So what I'm asking right now is all those who would like to participate if you can go ahead and turn off your camera. You will still be able to hear me and I will still be on with you, but we're going to engage in this. This embodied practice is called step into the circle. I as the facilitator will make a few truths for myself and will state those out loud to you. You as the participant will have your camera completely turned off as you are doing now. Once I say that statement, if it rings true for you, if you agree, you will turn on your camera and we will see who also is connecting to your truth. There will be no words, just action. All right, here's an example. Step into the circle. If you, like me, love to dance. If you love to dance, you will click your camera on right now. And we begin to see who else likes to dance in the room together. No conversation, nothing, and now we can turn our camera off. All right, so it'll be interactive. I have a few that I want to run your way. Here's the next one. Step into the circle if you, like me, woke up today feeling concerned about the current state of our nation. If that's true for you, you can turn on your camera. We take a moment, we honor who else is offering themselves in this space, and we turn our camera off. Step into the circle. If you, like me, participated in some way during the recent resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement, if you you participated in any way, turn your camera on at this time. And we're off. Next one, you can turn your cameras off. Step into the circle if you, like me, have been personally impacted on any level by COVID-19. Awesome, and we can turn our cameras off. Next one, step into the circle if you feel unsure about the future following the pandemic. If that's true for you, you can turn on your camera at this time. We honor those who feel unsure at this time. And you can turn it off. Step into the circle if you have been impacted, if you have been impacted in a negative way by racism, sexism, or homophobia. If that's true for you, you turn on the camera. Thank you, and we're off. Last one. Step into the circle. If you desire freedom, liberation, or peace of mind, If that's true for you, you can turn on your camera. Awesome. I thank everyone for participating as we gather together to start in this space, start in a a space of unity, where as you saw, there were people on this screen that have, have similar stories, similar journeys, or impacted in similar ways. The theme for this month is new language, new heart, new normal. And this centers around Pentecost, which is a period in time where recreation of the world was taking place. There was a shift, a period of liberation during Pentecost, a setting free, a brand new day. And so, when asked to speak, the first scripture that came to mind was Corinthians 5 and 17, which says So then, if anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away, and look, new things have arrived. Can you feel? a brand new day. This hope that all the old things in life, the old times, the old worries, the old destructions, failures, habits have all gone away and as promised in the text, new things have arrived. For you Bible scholar, you may remember a certain version that says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things are made new. I chose to use the CEB version because I wanted to make sure no one was left out of the text today. This text requires responsibility from all of our parts. So I read it again. So then if anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away and look, new things have arrived. I asked the question, can you feel a brand new day? If someone, how am I feeling? I will still describe in Corinthians five one seventeen. My body is like this tent. I feel like my tent, while on earth, is torn down. I am growing, I am groaning from the troubles, the worries, and pains I feel in this tent. My tent, which is supposed to be a space of protection and this home of sorts, has weighed me down, as the text describes. Since the beginning of the pandemic, I have witnessed my body and the bodies of many others be attacked in many life-changing ways. Anxiety around the constant increasing numbers of death, unemployment rates at an all-time high, college students experiencing grief around the loss of their educational experiences, and the shift of the new normal of the pandemic. I was honestly getting to this being a new way of living and shifting my tent in a way that adapts to this brand new day. A brand new day, and yes, I could feel it. I could feel the online teaching that I was offering to my elementary students was going to set them up for success. I, was the ne- I saw the next Steve Jobs being developed right before my eyes because they would be able to sit in their future interviews and say, I started learning how to use a laptop when I was in kindergarten. I saw the advancement that this new normal could do for black and brown kids now having more access than, that, than they ever had prior to the pandemic. Even in the midst of destruction like the pandemic, there were still glimpses of hope and rays of positivity for a brighter new aged world. Can't you feel a brand new day? Then came the shots. The foot pressing against the neck of unarmed black people until the point of death. The unrest of the country and the world standing with or standing around, lying down, fighting in protest of these injustices. The George Floyd TikTok challenges that were created and posted to make a mockery out of misery. The Facebook debate about what black people should be saying, should be doing, should be showing, should be reposting. The silence of many white bodies who feel shame and guilt and choose to stay quiet instead of speaking up in honor of those around them. Simple trends as running in your neighborhood, which for some of us was our only way to be outside during the pandemic, became something I began to fear. I feared that like my brother Ahmad Arbery, I would be shot and killed while jogging for exercise to improve my health, to improve my life, to affirm that my life, my health life matters to me, beating the statistics that have been placed on us as black people as having unhealthy ways of living. But even in one of the most centering, the most peaceful times like running, we have to live with this brand new day of fearing for our lives while running. Can't you feel a brand new day? running oh yes just like two nights ago where a young black man 27 years old in atlanta georgia right down the street from where i used to live was running away from the cops back turned and was shot and killed in a wendy's parking lot this brand new day where running gets you killed lying down and claiming i can't breathe gets you killed this brand new day where in order to sit in the comfortability of your own home It requires random no-knock search warrants that result in Black women like Breonna Taylor being killed in her own home. Can't you feel a brand new day? I could go on and on and on, but that would be reliving a trauma that has been placed on Black and brown bodies in this country for centuries. Trauma is now being tested and proven to travel in your DNA. So what is this to say for the future of this country? when we kill people during regular, everyday activities. What does trauma do to all those people that are connected to those victims? George Floyd was someone's father. George Floyd was someone's son, someone's friend, someone's mentor, someone's lover, and now what that body, what that tent represented, that tent that protected his community during the times they needed him most is now destroyed, that tent, of Trayvon Martin who, who maybe for his mother may have been her only hope to make it through her own life is now destroyed. The tents of the Pulse nightclub victims who for some in the LGBT community could have been that person that saved someone's life. Someone seeking a home is now destroyed. The lives of Eric Gardner, Sandra Bland, Tamir Rice and so many more tents are now destroyed. So with these people now missing from our wider communities, old things have passed away. And look, new things have arrived. Can't you feel a brand new day? Can't you feel a brand new day? Of course I can feel it, but what is new about this? What classifies something as being new? What makes a new beginning when nothing about this seems new? There seems to be no hope for some to ever reach a liberated brand new day. As a new full-time teacher this year, I understood what a brand new day felt like. I came from jobs and communities that required me to do the same thing every day. Being a teacher demands you look at every day with the student as a brand new day. One of the students I personally mentor, I have spent time with prior to the pandemic teaching him about making a fresh start. Teaching this black young king that if he doesn't get something right today, tomorrow is always a brand new day. Sister Mary Clarence in Sister Act Two spoke about it with her black and brown students. This is a brand new day, ladies and gentlemen, a brand new day. So when I'm asked, can't you feel a brand new day? Of course I can feel it. I feel it in my body every day when I wake up and get a chance. I feel it in the morning prayers that I have every day as a personal time to charge up my day. Of course, I can feel a brand new day when I see a new check come my way to help me survive another two weeks as an adult. I feel a brand new day when what I faced the day prior doesn't worry me the same way. I feel a brand new day when I saw 300 of my students graduate and move on to the next grade. But what's new to you may not be new to me. And Paul reminds us about this in the text as he was protesting, advocating for a brand new day within the church of Corinth. He reminds them of their past and where they have come from and promises them this brand new day in Christ. But this narrative of death and dying gets old sometimes. It gets old reliving these stories of agony and pain, reliving these stories of telling you why my black life matters, telling you, please stop killing us, telling you enough is enough. Because I know what the word tells me. And in all honesty, I get angry with God sometimes for allowing these things to be, for allowing a president who typically on his birthday, which is today, would be celebrated and honored by many, but is still refusing to speak against the violence in this country, I get angry. When I see racist people spit on other people, mock other people, call other people names that were not given to them at birth, it immediately takes me to the cross. And I relive the narrative of Jesus standing there and hanging on the cross dripping blood from the crown of his head down to the soles of his feet, enduring scorching heat, sharp objects being used to cut his African skin and being called on many of names. Jesus was the tent, the ultimate tent. And God, we are promised in this book that we wouldn't have to endure the pain that Jesus did. That's why Jesus came even in the first place, to set us free to make us new creatures, to be able to say, my old things have passed away. And look, new things have arrived and mean it from a place of liberation and peace. If Jesus suffered, then why do I have to? Why do my people have to? Why do those marginalized communities have to? And as a minister, I want to tell you, I don't have all the answers and usually this is where a three-step process may go, but today I'm not looking for a solution. I'm looking to make you aware and help you understand we still need change in this world. These narratives in the Bible are not aligning with the ways the world is turning. I was promised I wouldn't have to endure the pain that Jesus did. And no, I'm not physically being hung on a cross for the sins of the whole world, but what is the difference between a cross and a lynching tree? As the late Dr. James Cone stated, or the cross and the post nightclub, or the cross and the running trail, or the cross and the Wendy's parking lot. In all of these cases, it ended in death. It ended in a tragic experience that shifted our concept of a brand new day. Folks, there is nothing normal about what's going on in our world today. Black lives and many others still don't matter. But then why would the promise be in 2 Corinthians that old things have passed away and look, new things have arrived? I believe that in the midst of disaster, in the midst of pain and in the midst of anguish and despair that there still needs to be a hope, a resource, a sense of concern in order to take steps towards making a brand new day. When I cannot depend on anyone in this world, especially those around who are called to protect, to serve, to nurture, to care for, my soul automatically finds its way back to Christ. Back to Christ's stories of triumph in the midst of adversity. This story of Jesus promising new life, promising a better tent in heaven, is the hope that I have. I believe that just like Jesus, I too can speak truth to power. I too can use my voice to teach and preach and advocate. I like Jesus can use my hands to serve, to pray for, to help heal communities. But this will require work. To reach a brand new day, I have to make a conscious effort to see it as a brand new day. A brand new day that I can lift my hands and say thank you, use me. A brand new day where I can help communities that are in need no matter what the world or statistics say about them. A brand new day that I can encourage someone, educate someone, stand in solidarity with someone, engage in tough conversations that bring about change. I can do something and so can you. We all have the capability of feeling a brand new day. But how do you feel about this day in reality is up to you. I can't currently reverse any of the lives that already have been lost to injustices in this world. But what I can do is challenge those injustices by voting, by advocating, by protesting, educating, and so much more. I can be there to support my sister or brother who is struggling being black in America and be a listening ear and an open heart to their pain. But then I can also take that pain and help make a better narrative for the next person that I might be called to serve. We can all do something so that our feelings about this brand new day don't have to remain in a place of pain, but can uplift and help someone. We can move forward. I believe in Christ, we can be that new creation. We can let the old things pass away and be prepared for the new things that are on the way. So I asked the question one more time, can't you feel a brand new day? Can't you feel a brand new day? I hope we all can. And it starts with us, amen.
1: Thank you for listening to the Park Avenue Baptist Church Podcast. If you'd like to worship with us in person, our services are on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. ish.
0: We are at 486 Park Ave in Southeast Atlanta, across the street from Grant Park at the corner of Park Ave and Sydney Street.
1: To find out more about us or get in touch, visit our website at parkavebaptist.com.
0: Now go into a world that is too often unjust.
1: Knowing that the God that created you loves you.
0: And empowers you to love boldly, live inclusively,
1: and serve creatively.